This is an All Ears English podcast episode 2061. Justify your English with today's famous sayings. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Do you sometimes end up in English conversations about the topic of justice? Today, get three common sayings that you can use to further the conversation and connect around what justice means. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? It's going great. How are you, Aubrey? How's everything out in Arizona? Excellent. It's hot right now, but we're managing. Oh my I have gosh. a question for you. I okay. don't know this about you. We've never talked about this. We're talking about mm -hmm. justice to get today. We had a great question from a listener. And I'm wondering, is there, have you ever felt like you didn't receive justice? Not just that something was unfair, but like an authority figure or law enforcement treated you unjustly? Uh, to be honest, I'm lucky to say that I can't think of anything. Like nothing nice. stands out in my mind. And I'm very lucky because I know that a lot of people can't say that. Um, right. What right. That's a, a definitely come. We recognize it's coming from a place of privilege if we've never yes. been treated unjustly by authorities, because a lot mm -hmm. of people do have those experiences for whatever right. reason. Right. It might be based on race or language. There's all kinds of possibilities. I did have an experience. I was given a trespassing violation as a college student. And I did felt it did not have to do with my race, I don't think, but it did have to do with my age. Like because we were young, hanging out in a park and oh, there had been some kind story. of graffiti about that. Yes, I've told the story before. And so I was given a misdemeanor and it felt very unjust. It was like 10 p.m. in a park and we were doing nothing. We were just like sitting there talking and we were seeing these trespassing violations. And it and we said, we're not doing anything. There's and two bad. You get this fine. And it felt very unjust. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's tough, right? I, I imagine that's a very angry feeling. That could become an angry feeling, right? Yes. Feel angry. I think the thing that I can think of as an example, I know a lot of times in small countryside towns, you have cops that have a quota for speeding mm, tickets. Like yes. the town needs to make a certain amount of money on speeding ticket violations. And so they will be, you know, right past the sign where the speed limit went from 60 to 35 and they'll just get you right yes, it hasn't happened I've to me, gotten some of those yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've had that happen too or in like in a school zone where they right. get you where you can't like i've turned a corner so i haven't the the sign saying it went down to 15 was like back yeah. there and i wouldn't have been able to see it i got to find there once yeah it happens yeah. and you're right it feels it doesn't feel good we have this righteous indignation we call it where we mm. feel like we're justified in being extremely angry and we mm. feel like we've been treated unfairly and it's not a good emotion to have yeah righteous indignation i want to say that again just highlight that as a bonus word 
big expression, right? For That'll for sure be in the app, right? That is a big one. <laughs> that will be in the app for sure. And guys, by the way, if you ha- want a better way to consume Allers English, it's in the iOS Android app. So go over to allersenglish.com slash app. Aubrey, you choose our keywords that will be the words that will move you guys to 99% fluency. And exactly. those are all in there highlighted for you along with transcripts in real time. So good. Yes. Yeah. So go to allersenglish.com slash app, A-P-P, to make sure to get that, both iOS and Android. Yes. All right. So, Aubrey, we have a question from an amazing listener today. Shall I go ahead and read it? Yes, please. All right. Thanks for the amazing podcast. They're really interesting and helpful. I learned some useful expressions to use beyond the business context. But as a non-native speaker, I always find it ambiguous when people use some expressions that are not that straightforward. For example, that makes the two of us or justice has no arms. Can you share some practical examples so I can understand and use them in daily life? Thanks, Ben from China. Now, if you guys also listen to our Business English podcast, this might sound familiar, right, Aubrey? Yes, we answered the first half of Ben's question on the Business English podcast, episode 121. Mm -hmm. Um, It was called Excited for Today's Episode. That makes two of us. Yes. Because that phrase we use so often in Business English, but it's definitely relevant whether you work in English or not. So be sure you're following that podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Yeah, but today's is going to be a completely different answer to answer the second one, right? Justice has no arm. So where do we start today, Aubrey? Yeah, we had to save this for a separate episode because it's packed here. There are so many phrases with the word justice. And I really did a deep dive on Google and could not find this anywhere. Justice has no arms, but I found some very similar phrases. Have you heard that one? Justice has no arms. I thought this would be another episode where Where you learn something something from you, Aubrey, but it's not. Yeah, I agree. I I don't know this expression. So so there's a chance the student may have misheard or someone may have misspoken when they heard it. That, That is not commonly used in English, but there are a few expressions that are, for example, the long arm of justice. We're going to share three today that we do use in English that have the word justice, kind of describe them, share some examples so that you can use them and understand them when you hear them. Yeah. I mean, the one that came to mind that I've, I think I've heard presidents, I've, I think I've heard President Obama use this. It's uh, the arc of history is long, but it bends towards justice, mm, right? That's another that's great good. one. Um, and so that's one that comes up, but let's see what we've got for today. That's going to be Aubrey. very related to our third one here. Justice has no timetable. So yeah, we'll mm. go into all of these. They're all, it's interesting because social justice is in a lot, on a lot of people's minds. Um, the Barbie movie really covered a lot about this. You know, it's there. There's a lot that goes into change, social change and creating justice for everyone. Equality, social, social equality and social justice. So, yeah, let's dive into this first phrase here. Mm, Here we go. So the first one, guys, is the long arm of justice. So maybe that was similar to what the person heard. Maybe this is what our listener Ben heard. It could be. Yeah, it is. It, that's what I imagined. This means just the ability of law enforcement or police to find, catch, and punish people who commit crimes. Mm, okay. So for example, the long, <clears throat> the long arm of the law finally caught up with her 10 years later. So does this just mean eventually 
everyone gets caught. Is that kind of what it's saying? Yes. Sometimes it might take a while, but eventually there's a punishment, right? So Mm -hmm. this was the long arm of the law. I I should have said justice. We say both. We say the long arm of the law, just meaning like eventually people will receive some type of punishment, legal ramification when they break the law. The long arm of justice often means a little bit different. Even It's sort of more like even if the law doesn't ever punish you, Mm -hmm. the long arm of justice will, meaning there will be some kind of repercussion for you in a changed nature, in your life being worse if you are, you know, doing things that are not on the up and up. Well, yeah. I mean, this is something that we study in my Buddhist practice, right? This is Mm. karma, karma 101. That's actually what it is. Karma or kama, as they say in Mm -hmm. Buddhism, that's the same thing, right? It's eventually going to ripple out and create some kind of effect. Um, Every action has a reaction, right? It's just action out in the world. So Yes. And we use that phrasal verb to say something will catch up to you, right? Let's say Mm -hmm. someone steals and they have no problem. They don't feel guilty. They don't think they'll ever get caught. You might say it's going to catch up to you. And that might not mean that eventually the authorities are going to catch you and you're going to be fined or thrown in jail. It might just mean you are going to become a dishonest person and that will have its own ramifications. Oh, yeah, for sure. And also, it, you know, living with that, most people would have experienced some kind of guilt, right? And that's so, the thing, right? You might be racked with guilt. People might right. no longer trust you. Think of yeah. all of the consequences. A lot of things, for sure. Okay, so that's the first one. What is the second one, Aubrey? Yeah, so this one is justice has no color. And this mm-hmm. is said to indicate that the law applies equally to everyone, regardless of race, right? So this is used a lot when people are actually talking about that it's not accurate, but should be, right? Because some people believe that systemic racism exists in the legal system, at least in the United States. When we look at the statistics, this seems to definitely be the case, right? So you'll hear this with social activism. People might say justice should have no color. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The only thing I can think about when I think about this is the Central Park Five. Mm, you remember yes. the boys? Yes. I yes. think a number of them, if not all of them, went to jail for quite a long time. Yes. I just like, watched the movie Till about did. Emmett oh, Till. Oh my I don't gosh. know if you've seen that. There's oh, the movie is unfortunately uh, innumerable stories, right? When oh. you see a list of of all of the deaths that have, you know, from either police brutality or otherwise, it's, that's what's really mind boggling is you think of the 10 or 12, maybe 15, you know, of that you could name. Mm -hmm. And then you see the list of hundreds that a lot of people don't know about. Yeah. But I think I heard more recently, one of the members of the Central Park Five is now running for local office in New York. Wow. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be exciting. Yeah. So yeah, there are definitely a lot of, of stories you can look at. We had seen one, uh, an article called The Color of Justice in The New Yorker, where it was talking about um, a police officer that shot and killed Michael Brown, an 18-year-old unarmed black man in Ferguson, Missouri. And then it just had this statistic in that ar- article. It said that in a Pew Research poll, it showed that 80% of African-Americans believe that this Ferguson case raised important racial issues, while only 37% of whites felt the same. So that's where you kind of see the difference in the awareness of the issue or Mm -hmm. how much people believe that it actually is an issue. That sometimes is where we really need the social change in just being aware of the statistics and the issue and being open-minded to it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And not trying to hide from the problem. Yeah. I mean, we did have a a nice kind of societal awakening to some extent in 2020 with Ferguson um, and with different marches 
churches and things going on, which was really cool because people were at home and sort of noticing what was actually going on for once. So I feel like there's been a little bit more awareness in the last few years than maybe 10 years before. But we still have a lot of work to do, don't we, Aubrey? Absolutely. Okay, Aubrey, what is next? Do we have a third one? Yes, this one is justice has no timetable. So this is what you were talking about that quote, right? That just means it takes time to build social justice. But it, uh, I believe this is sort of implied that it's always leading toward it, right? Yeah. Just sort of naturally um, that there, there might not be a timetable. It's going to take time. It's going to be slow, but it will come eventually. Yes. And Stacey Abrams is a well-known. Now, is she governor of Georgia? She's a uh, former Georgia state representative and a current voting rights activist. Yes. And she said in a speech, justice has no timetable. It just has a destination. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She is definitely an exciting political figure kind of on the rise. So I'm looking forward to see what she, you know, seeing what happens with her career and can, you know, is she going to get in there and make a difference? Yes, let's hope, right? Yes, justice campaigns, I think, understand that progress isn't easy. It's not quick. We interviewed Jamila Ball on the Allers English podcast a little while ago, episode 1471. It was called How You Can Help Create Language Justice with Jamila Ball. And this was really fascinating because we don't always think about social justice with language. And if, you know, are are articles available in a person's first language so that they can have all of the information that's available to someone who speaks English or speaks one of the more common languages that news is translated into. Yeah, I love it. And before we do our takeaway today, you know, I've been meaning to for us to do an episode here on the important Supreme Court justice decisions that just came down in June. Mm-hmm. Big Supreme Court decisions come down at the end of June every year. And now we're in September for this show. So we've missed a little bit of a window, but we could bring it in because it's there's never a lot too late to talk about it right now Aubrey, right. Uh, in the Supreme Court with the justices with um the public losing respect and trust for the justices and the Supreme Court itself. And I think we're in a little bit of a crisis right now with yes. people you know, not completely trusting what the justices are doing in their personal yes. lives. And so we can bring that in. We can also talk about the cases that were just decision, uh, decided on affirmative action. Um, mm-hmm. There was student loan stuff. And then there was, what was the other one? Oh, abortion. Yeah, this would be really interesting to talk about. I just recently was listening to a podcast about a recent Supreme Court decision about it was a, a company who didn't want to do some kind of service for um, an LGBTQ couple. And then when oh, that the was Supreme, the one that was it. Yeah, that was it. When the Supreme yeah. Court asked them, like, have you actually been asked to do this service and had to say no? Nope. They said <laughs> yes. And then it was proven that they didn't. That didn't happen. It was like a fake email, like a fake account. Yes. And so, yeah, yes. people are sort of losing trust because the Supreme court never didn't really look into it well enough and didn't insist on the evidence and so it's sort of feeling like oh are we really do we have the checks and balances to make sure that this body of justices is is doing what the general public would like to have happen with their laws exactly it's supposed to be an independent body of government right right? it's not supposed to be influenced by any other body of government but particularly with that case i think we're going to come back to it guys hit follow and all we should yes if you want to hear more about this be sure to follow (laughs) um good stuff but we should wrap it up for today aubrey that was just a teaser of what we could get into this fall uh where should we leave our listeners today 
Yeah. Well, you can definitely see how deep and meaningful connections and conversations come up when you're discussing justice, right? There are several phrases where we use justice. You can speak about this with friends, close, you know, family, but you definitely want to be open-minded to hear what others think. We recognize that you out there listening may have very different political views from ours. These are charged issues where people will have different opinions, but you need the vocabulary and the skills to be able to have those conversations respectfully where you can listen to both sides, share your opinion. And that's a difficult thing to do in a second language. Right. And then you can extend into your own court system in your own country, guys, have conversations. Do people trust decisions of your Supreme Court in your country? Uh, You know, what is how does that extend into politics for you? Uh, Love the topic, Aubrey. Big topic, but I think our listeners are ready for it. And this is the good stuff that we can talk about and become better people and more informed. Yes, absolutely. You are at the language level where you can get involved in the fight for social justice in your first language and as well as in English. So yeah, don't shy away from it. Have those conversations to help build awareness in yourself and in others. I love it. Good stuff. Aubrey, I'll see you on here very soon. You have a good rest of your day. You too. Thanks, Lindsay. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.